hello and happy March 1st. If you are not aware, March is Women's History Month, and so we thought that we would kick off this by talking about the women in our lives and what they mean to us and how they've inspired us, how they've helped shape the people we are today. I think both of us know coming from, you know, single parent homes, our mothers took the role. Mm -hmm. um, they sacrificed a lot. They tried their best to raise, you know, your mom raising three children. Mm -hmm. My mom raising two boys. I mean, they, they, you know, there's things you have to do that maybe you don't want to do, but guess what? You know, for the well-being of your family, you do it. And so that's why women are important to me. They're, they're strong. Um, I mean, I could go on and on, but anyway, the cat is yeah, our cats are doing something anyway. <laughs> I mean, one woman comes to mind as my own mom. I just talked about her. She come, I come from a single parent home. She, like I said, I'd take the role of both parents, which raising two boys, being a, uh, a mother back in the nineties when I was growing up, there was things that it was really, you know, I don't know, we'll say awkward, but weird because, you know, coming to her with talking about things that you would talk about with your dad, you had to talk with your mom. And, you know, she took it with stride. She she did the best she could do. And and let's let's be honest. I think that me, me and my brother now both, we both have successful marriages. Mm -hmm. We do. We both have um, great kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, we both... We both are hard workers for our families. Um, and so, you know, society maybe have negative things to say, but you know what? She did the best she could, and I think she did a pretty good job with it. And I mean, so, I, I think she did a good yeah, job. I mean, you know, she, she, she taught us that, hey, you can do it if you have to do it. You, if you have to do something, you can do it. Okay. You may not like it, but you can get the job done, right? Another woman I can think about, my grandmother, her mom, my gosh, that woman was a worker. From the time she woke up, from the time she went to bed at night, she was constantly doing something, whether it was tending the garden, which, wow, my grandma grandpa had an amazing garden. Anyway, tending the garden, just to doing stuff around the house, to making sure everything's taken care of, that was the lady. And, and you know what's weird is, and I don't know about you, but my grandmother... I don't ever think she had a bad day. She, if she did, she didn't say it, do it in front of me. Mm -hmm. She was always smiling, always happy, you know, and, and she fooled me if she had a rough day. I would never known it. But I think this month, we should do it all the time, but let's really focus this month into, into you know, giving back to those women that inspired us, that, that didn't give up, that got between us and whatever we're going through and saying we're going to make it through this. We all have them. Let's get behind them this month for sure. And let's give them some praise. Like, come on, like clap, clap, cheer them on. Make them feel important because we all have those people, women in our lives. And I mean, I, I can talk on, on about I, right. so many, but. So, um, like you said, both of us were raised by single moms. My mom, she got her. It depends on what state you're in, what they call it, LVN, LPN, whatever you want to call it when I was two and at that time she was still married to my dad and then she maintained that for years and years and years and she didn't get her RN until I was 
I think I was either right when I finished junior high or right when I got in high school. But the thing is, she was a single mom, three kids, and when she finished out her RN, she would go to school during the week, and then she on the weekends, she worked three 12-hour shifts so that she could have the whole week for schooling. And I think back, all my degrees came from after kids and I was married, but I had Grant to help me. I cannot even imagine the exhaustion, the just stress, all of it, of raising three children by yourself, working full-time, and going to school full-time. I can't even fathom that. I know for me, there's times that I need a break and Grant will pick up the slack and take care of whatever I need him to take, excuse me, take care of. And I just cannot fathom doing all of that on my own. I, yes, I consider myself to be a very strong woman, but goodness, I just, I just, I don't know how they do it. And so if you're listening to this and you're a single mom, props to you because I literally don't know how you do it. You have the hardest job on the planet. You know, Grant was talking about his mom and not being there or not it being awkward to talk about guy stuff. I can remember when our son was young and he would do stuff or he would say stuff. And I would look at Grant and I'm like, is he broken? Is this normal? He's like, this is just normal boy stuff. And I would look at him. I'm like, y'all are gross. And I would just be like, you can handle this because this is way because when I yes, I have a brother. Um. I actually have three brothers, but um, from my mom, I have one brother, and he was born when I was 13. So by the time he was growing up and going through all the boy things, I was gone and out of the house. So I didn't really have any frame of reference for all of y'all's gross boy stuff. So I was thankful to have Grant, so he dealt with all the gross boy stuff. I didn't have to. But I can't imagine single moms of little boys and you have to do that and you have to have the gross conversations and deal with all the gross boy stuff and whatever. But, you know, some people don't have strong mothers in their life. And so there's other people that you cling to that bring you inspiration, bring you encouragement. Because I've talked to a lot of um, lady friends, well, guy friends, I guess, too. They didn't have an encouraging mom. They didn't have someone to show them the way or, or do that. So if, if that's you, just think about those women that you've been able to latch on to, those women that have inspired you to be a better version of yourself because they are out there. Like for me, I've had some, some really great um, female bosses that have helped me grow in, in who I am and help, they've mentored me along the way and just really helped me to be a better person. Yeah, see, I can think about, uh, like I said, my mom, and then my her mom, my grandmother, and then my dad's mom. These two women were two different, I mean, like opposites, okay? My grandma, my mom's mom, she was the whatever you need, whatever you want, I'll make it, I'll make it happen. If you don't like this, I'll find something you do like. That's the kind of person she was. And I'm about to sneeze now. Oh, you're making yeah, fun I'm making of me. fun of her. Mm. The cat's in here though. But my grandma Martin, she was the tough love. She loved us with all of her heart. But she wasn't your waiter. She didn't 
you know, she didn't, what do you need to drink? You need a drink? Yes, we do. You know where the cups are. It wasn't she was being mean. She wasn't at all being mean. She knew we knew how to get a drink, and she expects us to get a drink. I'm saying to say this. We have women in our lives, like you've already said, that inspire us. My grandma Robertson inspired me, my mom's mom, to sing. I love singing around. Oh, that's all she would do in the house. I'd hear her sing. I love it. Beautiful voice. I can hear it now. My grandma Martin was a, when it gets tough, you got to hang on and go. Let's get it done. We can do it. There's nothing we can't do. We just got to, it may hurt, but let's go anyway, right? And they, it's two different worlds, but they taught me valuable lessons. They inspired me. One, to never give up. And the other one, you can do anything you want if you just put your mind to it. What I'm saying is, if you have someone like that in your life, woman, I'm saying, embrace that. Don't take it for granted, right? Because we all know, this is not, a, this is not a, um, a bad statement. I wish I could call my grandma Robertson now. I wish I'd talk to my grandma Martin. I wish I could. They would be, they would be out of this world ecstatic of what me and my wife have built mm-hmm. as a couple. They would be over the top, okay? Find people like that in your life that are women in your life. And like I've already said it, give them what's deserving of them. Give it to them this, this month and forever. Like I said, I don't know why we celebrate this once a month. You should celebrate the women in your life all the time. They're important. Well, and then like Grant was saying with his two different grandmas, we all have different women in our lives. And you have sought out women that um, like you're drawn to for some reason. So think about your circle of friends. Some of, Sometimes you have that friend that is going to encourage you no matter what. Or sometimes you have that friend that's going to kick you in the butt. Um, I was sitting with a table of women just today and one was talking about something she was thinking about doing. And of course her and I are closer than some of the other people that were in the room. And I just looked at her. I said, no, ma'am, we're not doing that. That is not a good idea. And one of the other ladies in the room kind of looked at us and uh, my friend was like, no, that that's Tina always tells me, you know, if I'm making a good choice or not. And so but you, you need a friend in your life to say, hey, I don't really think you're thinking just right about this. Let's look at it from this perspective. And of course, you have to have built a relationship with that person. Like when I said that to my friend today, had we only been friends since even, you know, like the beginning of this school year, that probably wouldn't have been an appropriate thing to say. But we've been friends for several years and we've walked through difficult things together and we've encouraged each other and held each other accountable and so I was able to be like ma'am this is not a good idea and you can't have just women in your life that just stroke your ego and just tell you everything's great and wonderful every time you do something you've got to also have those women in your life that say hey let's think about this let let's maybe not do things this way and then on the flip side not only are you um we want to talk about the women in your life that like you look up to, but ladies, who are you mentoring? Who are you pouring into? Because there's a, there's a whole generation of girls out there that need strong role models to look up to. They, they need to see 
women that make good choices and, and, and create good lives for themselves and, and do things. And they need somebody that they can talk to because let's just be real. And of course, I know I'm not, I mean, yes, we post this on social media, but social media is detrimental to young ladies. According to social media, they're never pretty enough. They're never rich enough. They're never skinny enough. They're never accomplished enough. And that's detrimental to young ladies. And we need to teach our young ladies that they are enough just the way that they are and that they don't have to be compared to anything else. And, you know, for um, ladies, and it's very strange to me because it's 2024 and um, it's kind of odd. I've noticed like in the area where we live, young ladies are like pressured and think they need to get married like as soon as they graduate high school and it kind of makes me want to like throw up I don't understand like if you meet the love of your life great but I also know just from personal experience from 18 to 22 like you're not the same person you change quite a bit now yes I get you can meet the love of your life and y'all can change together from 18 to 22 I, I get it however ladies can we just take a beat and a minute and you're not defined by a relationship with a boy like it's 2024 ladies you do you boo like you you can go and you can make a life and then later along the way if the right man comes along he can fit into your life um but ladies, you, you are powerful and strong and, and capable and independent. And don't mishear me. I'm not preaching against marriage here. Of course I'm, not. I'm, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, obviously. I, I've had my same boyfriend for a quarter of a century. So I'm, I'm not preaching against marriage. However, marriage and a relationship does not define you. And if you're not married, it doesn't make you less than. Like you're not incomplete because you're not married. Um, anyway, I know we're going all over directions here, but I feel like sometimes ladies are so pressured. I feel like sometimes ladies are more pressured than men to follow a timeline. Oh, I have to go to college. I have to get this degree by this time. I have to have a mate by this time. I have to have children by this time. And I'm just wondering who created that timeline that you're stressing yourself out about. Like, for instance, me, I, I went to college straight out of high school for one semester. And I was like, eh, maybe not. I didn't go back to college until after we were married and we had had our son. And I didn't go back to college again to get my bachelor's till we had both kids. I That's not a traditional timeline. But it happened. And... So when I got my associate's degree, for all of you that know, an associate's degree is supposed to take two years. It took me three. Why? Because I had a family. I worked full time and I went to school part time. So what? Fun fact, I still got the degree. Got my bachelor's degree. I had already had an associate, so my bachelor should have just taken two more years. It didn't. It took three. Again, worked, had a family, but fun fact, I still got my degree. I literally think the only degree I got in the allotted time was my master's degree. That's the only one. But my point is, 
those timelines that you dream up that society is putting on you, they're, they're irrelevant. They're arbitrary. They don't mean anything. Your timeline is determined by you. And don't beat yourself up because, well, Susie has the perfect husband and the perfect job. Well, fun fact, Susie may not have the perfect husband and she may not have the perfect job. So, ladies, instead of comparing yourselves to everybody else, be grateful for where you are and be grateful for the steps you're taking to be the person you want to be. What if you don't want to go to college? Okay, don't go to college. But if that's your decision, don't beat yourself up because Mary Sue went to college. Well, that's Mary Sue's path, not yours. So be whoever you're meant to be and walk the path that you're meant to walk and don't worry about every other everybody else's path. I'm going to add on to what she's saying about, and I'm not a female, obviously, but I just want to make it clear that she's absolutely right. I don't know why in 2024 that we're making this, you know, list. And I'm talking about for females. I don't know why we do it. Making a list of what they should be and what they should be doing and in what time they should get it done. And marriage is a big deal because I have a daughter. I have a daughter. And we get this twisted that the women should get married to the man in this weird way because, well, yes, he's going to protect her. Maybe so. Yes, he's going to take care of her financially. Yeah, maybe so. He's going to add all these things to her life. In theory. In theory. <laughs> what if what if that what if that doesn't happen? You've you worked you've you've searched and looked and and you're hunted and you found and and you settled down and what if it doesn't? What if it isn't the dream you thought it'd be? My philosophy is quit, stop looking for somebody. When that person comes, you'll know it. If you quit looking. That's true. We're looking and we take the first person that says, Oh, you're attractive and I love mm -hmm. you. What? Serious? Why don't we make them work for it? Yep. Like we used to. Make them work for it, ladies. Come on. You don't have to just give yourself, Oh, he's a guy and I'm going to. No, 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 no. Ladies, you control it all. You control it all. Listen to me. If you. Don't hear anything I say. You control everything. We have no powers. I promise, ladies, we have no powers. Problem is, you just don't know it. Take back your power. I'm not even being, I'm, not, I'm being honest. Take back your power. I tell my daughter, Jasmine, you are as perfect as you're ever going to be to me. Yeah, she has a boyfriend that loves her with all of his heart. That's okay. When they get married, that's cool. But she doesn't need him to survive. That's true. Tina doesn't need me to survive. If, if, if. Are you sure? Yeah, I promise. If something happened to me, God willing that I live, I live her forever. I don't know. But if something happens, guess what? Newsflash. She's going to be just fine. I promise. She can handle herself. Guaranteed. <laughs> Jasmine, I don't want to figure it Jasmine out. can handle herself. That's another point I want to make. Mothers, I'm talking to mothers now. Mothers, if you have children at home, those children, whether male or female, are watching you. That's accurate. We say, oh, they're watching what their dad does. No, they're not. They're watching what their mother does. That's 
They're watching y'all too. Listen, I mean, it ain't about us. It ain't about us right now. <laughs> Mothers, they're watching you. How you act, how you react, how you handle yourself in pressure, and how you handle yourself in good times. They're watching you. My mom taught me a valuable lesson. I can tell you one thing she taught me. Commitment. When you're in something, you're faithful and you're committed to it, no matter what. I'm telling you, my mom ain't late for nothing. She won't be late for nothing. If she's five minutes ahead, she's late. She gets everywhere she's at early. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate that. Yeah. Actually, I had a talk with my son today. <laughs> I, I, I started a new job, and I was going to the parking lot at a time that he thought I was late. So he calls me when I pull in the parking lot. Dad, are you late? Son, that'll never happen. I'm not late. I had to be here at 8 o'clock. I mean, it's, it's 7.30. I'm early. Oh, thank goodness, Dad. I thought you were late. Son, never going to happen. Thank you, Mom. That's never going to happen. My mother-in-law taught me a valuable lesson. There's nobody, I, there's nobody up to this point in my life that I've ever seen that would give anybody anything she has any given time. Facts. I don't care what you needed. If you needed the shirt she's wearing and she had another shirt, she would give you that shirt on her back if you liked it enough. I, I promise. If you rent a restaurant and you couldn't pay for your meal, she'd pay for your meal. That's true. And I don't care what's in her wallet. That's, That's all true. she had. She would pay for your meal. Exactly. I've never seen anybody that giving in my life. She's taught me. Guess what? It ain't about you. Yep. It's about what you can do for other people. I mean, this woman is 70 years old. Sorry, I told her age on the, on the live <laughs> TV here. But and she goes and helps people rebuild like the eight days of hope. She goes and helps them rebuild things that have been torn down. Yep. Hello. Yep. What's my excuse? I have none. That's true. And then, Speaking of my mother, though, she oh. also, I thought I didn't know what you were going to do with my mom, but she's prepared for oh. anything. We uh, had a family trip to Broken Bow one time with her whole side of the family, and it was when she was still driving her van, and she had just, fun fact, she had just come from an Eight Days of Hope trip, okay? And so her van was still packed with, like, all of her tools and whatnot. But we're there with her brother, her sister, cousins, nieces, nephews. And so we were, we had rented this cabin, all of us. And one of my cousins would be like, hey, we need <laughs> such and such. Here's my mom. Oh, I think I had that in the van. So she'd go get it out of the van. Here a couple hours later, my cousin, we need such and such. Oh, I think I had that in the van. And here my mom would go in the van. And she had it. And so we've affectionately nicknamed that van the Mary Poppins van because, you know, Mary Poppins, her bag, everything you needed, it pull out. But and so you fast forward to me. And any time that somebody needs something, if I have it, Grant immediately, well, y'all, she is Louise's daughter. And so, I mean, you just learn these things and you like don't take for granted. No, I always joke about. I always joke with Louise. My mother will always tell her that if she was ever on that show, let's make a deal. She would win. She would win. Who's got a bobby pin from nineteen forty-seven? I got one. Hold on, I give it to you. Who's got a nickel that was nineteen six? Oh, I got it right here. Who has, she, a, who has a crescent wrench in their flashlight? Purse? Flashlight. She's got a multiple flashlights. I promise you, she could. Mm. She's set up for anything. You can't. You can't stump her. I, I promise you. Blow your mind away. Umbrellas, and flashlights. It doesn't matter. Here's the cool thing about. When the women in your life teach you things, then you pass that to other women. For sure. Because my mom always taught us 
to have a big heavy flashlight in the car like for back in the day and i think they still make them but they were it they was do. mag lights they do well the mag lights were like really long Weapons. and they had d batteries in them okay y'all if you have a big metal flashlight full of d batteries if you're a female driving in your vehicle alone at night and you get into a bad situation someone tries to hurt you you have a flashlight listen you whop somebody upside the head with a metal flashlight full of d batteries you're going to have some time to get away from them the funny thing is i i assume that all females think about this no i was working with a young girl back in oklahoma and it was her birthday and i she was always running up and down the road she had a huge circle of girlfriends they were always going to concerts restaurants but she was always on the road and a lot of times by herself so for her birthday i bought her a big old mag light batteries to go with it and she's like thanks tina then i explain the story of the mag light because you're not going to get in trouble for having a flashlight in your car because you know you could get in trouble for having certain things in your car but a mag light you're not going to get in trouble and as a female you're always going to have that protection and i told her the story she was like oh that makes so much sense guess what y'all i'm a grandma still got a big heavy flashlight in my car she does and fun fact ladies those seatbelt cutter things and the window things that you can get at like ross or whatnot to you keep can. in your car it's five bucks hmm fun fact let's just once you go buy one then you can look at you know you can hold it in your hand and you can hit the window you can do other things with it if you got in a pickle and somebody was trying to hurt you anyway I know it's funny because ladies we have to think about those things guys probably don't think about that kind of stuff but ladies we have to keep ourselves safe and also ladies i would encourage you to read the gift of fear by gavin de becker it's a long read some of it's hard to read but it's a great book because it talks about sometimes us ladies get ourselves in bad situations because we're afraid to be rude we have been taught so much to be nice and kind that sometimes it gets us in a bad situation. So for instance, if there's a guy on the elevator and we think he looks creepy, instead of just waiting for the next elevator because we don't want to be rude, we get on the elevator with creepy guy and then that may be the last time somebody sees us. So ladies, it's okay to not always be kind if you have a creepy feeling about somebody when you're out and about by yourself. Sorry, that was... Yeah, hashtag my, right there, we did it. Like, ladies, maybe not all of your mamas taught you when you're walking in the parking lot to interlace your keys between your fingers. My mom taught me that. And you also walk like you own the place and walk like nobody wants to mess with you, and hopefully they won't mess with you. Now back to our scheduled programming. <laughs> speaking my about, safety tips. Speaking about ladies in my life. <laughs> Last but not least... I want to talk about my wife. If you, if, you, if you know her, what I'm about to say, it's not a secret to you. You're going to be like, oh, really? No, Doug Grant, we know this. Out of all the people I've talked about, okay, I'm just saying, I know her the better than anybody else. Anybody else. As far as being strong, I don't know. Hmm. I've been around a lot of people, a lot of folks in my life, and I don't know of anybody stronger. And I don't mean physically strong. She's that too. I mean, mentally, um, you name it, she's strong. I mean, 
And and yes, it is partially because her mama raised her, and I know how she raised her. Okay, she don't take nothing from nobody. You don't have to. You shouldn't have to. And here's here's what I want to make a. And I want to say this on this video because if I said it, if I told her I was going to say it, I couldn't say this. So I'm going to say it now. The way she can't stop me, right? She's not, she's not what you would open a dictionary or a book you need to read and say, this is what a woman should do, and this is how a woman should act, and this is what how a woman should react. She's not that. So if you think she is, get that out, of, get that out now. Because I don't know who made the book of how women should look, how women should act, and how women should react. It's not, it's not right. You don't, you don't get to pick. People don't get to choose how women should act, and they all act the same way. I don't want that kind of woman. I don't want that woman. I want somebody that that's one. raw. I want somebody that, for a better term, that's not so proper. I want somebody that if I'm that if I'm walking through something, I ain't got to turn around. And look, I know they're back there. percent. Hello. Come on, think about it. Uh, if if back in the nineties when we were teaching little girls how to be little girls, we didn't teach them how to fight. No, yeah. nope. Well, it some just, it some depends on what neighborhood. Depends on, on what neighborhood you came. I'm saying, but we taught them how to be proper. Taught them how to look mm -hmm. pretty. Taught them how to fix their hair. Mm -hmm. Hello, what about standing by somebody? Yeah. Teach them not to run. Yeah. There's more to women than just because, a package. Because if you know anything about our our story here. You know, for this past five years of our life, and then the past year, year and a half, mm -hmm. we've been through something, mm -hmm. okay? I never once had to turn around behind me and see if my wife is beside me. Not once. I don't, I don't think about it. I don't think about it. And I just made a career change. Do I think that she is going to just all of a sudden say, oh, see you. I have a career. You made another move. What's going on? Nope. Right beside me, as always. <laughs> see, I think the problem is, We've taken, and I'm going to bring him into it because I have to. I'm going to say it anyway. We've taken what God did and made it how we wanted it. Mm. In the Bible, God made a woman to his side. That means beside me. Didn't make him under my feet. No. Or didn't make him in my rear behind me. No, he made him on my rib. That's come on the side of us, men. They're beside us. They're our helpmate. They're not our waiter. They're not our maid to keep our house clean. They are our mate, our friend, our best friend. That when we go to battle, you can count on them to be right beside us. So what do we want? What do you want? Man, I want women that inspire me, that I know that are going to be there when the whatever hits the fan. They're going to be beside <laughs> me. That's what I want. And so this month, we're going to celebrate that. Yeah. And today, we want to get on this channel, our channel, and say let's celebrate the women in yeah. our lives. They deserve it. They've earned it. Let's put them where they need to be put. Not underneath our feet. Right beside us. When you hold your wife's hand, do you hold it and make her walk behind you? What? She's not an animal. You <laughs> hold her hand and walk beside her. You're proud of her. You want her to be there. Right? So let's not talk. Let's not talk a big game. Let's, let's put to action. Right? Because my wife never has to worry how I think about her, how I feel about her. If I want her, never has to think about that. She knows. Vice versa. Yeah. I never question her. We've made some decisions, what, eight years ago? Mm -hmm. Eight years ago. She made a decision for our family. Yeah, we talked about it. 
but it was a quick decision. There was no, not much, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't put, you know, months of thought into it. We had to say yes or no. And we said yes. And guess what? We are living the best life it's we've true. ever lived. True. And I got her to think for it. I would have never done it. I would have never done it on my own. I would have never done this on my own. People know me. I was a homebody. I loved being where I was at. But she said, hey, you know what? What if? What if? And she was right. What if? <laughs> this has been an amazing journey. And I would not change anything. I have a good one, ladies. And back to what he said earlier about, and I appreciate it. You're too kind. Yeah, saying but. the truth. What he was talking about earlier about that women, other women are watching you. So I was raised by a strong woman. And then obviously I'm a strong woman. I raised a strong woman. And then my son found a strong woman. And then they birthed a strong little oh. girl. Whew. Which is funny because when she's over here, this little two foot person, if it ain't even two foot, I don't even think she's two foot tall. But when her and I are together, I'm like, listen, little Miss Ma'am, I have a whole lot more years of stubborn on you than you do. I have more practice at being stubborn and I will win this battle of the wills. You know, and I laugh about that and I joke about that. However, that strong will. Is what's going to take her place. Oh, guaranteed. Any day. We've already seen it in our daughter. She wouldn't have accomplished the things that she accomplished had she not had a strong will. And had she not just kept persevering. But that's what we do around here. We persevere. So, in closing, I want—I know this is about women, but I need to talk to men real quick. Real quick. This is important. If we believe in the women in our lives, we truly believe in them and we love them with all of our heart we're the ones that are going to have to speak up and put them where they belong and i mean put them in that place high where they belong up yeah. here right because in a kingdom if you ever seen movies in a kingdom the king and queen's thrones are right beside each other hmm. let's put her back beside us because we're taking the kingdom together we're not going separately we're taking the kingdom together newsflash I don't play chess, but I know my brother-in-law does. And the most powerful piece on a board, you know what it is? The queen. You take the queen, the game's over. So let's protect the queen. Mm. Let's put her where she belongs. Right? And it's going to be us, guys. Let's don't talk that mess. Let's, be, let's do it. Let's do it. Right? If you got daughters, I want my daughter to be able to do whatever she wants. I don't care what it is. If she wants to be the president of the United States, you go be the president of the United States. I don't care. You want to be CEO of a company? You go do it. Whatever you want to do, go do it. It doesn't matter. You can do it. And so I know we've jabbered a lot and talked a lot, but we're, but we're, we're serious about this. We yeah. really love the women in our lives. Yeah. I love the my wife. Probably the biggest inspiration I have, the reason I to keep doing what I'm doing. Hello. She taught me it's okay to fight for yourself. It's, it's okay. Because I trust me, growing up, I didn't. Did but guess not. what? She's taught me it's okay to say no. Yes, it is. It's okay. That 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 was rude. That's enough. Yep. She taught me that. And it's okay. It is okay. Yep. So let's do our best to push the women in our lives forward. 
It's our job. It's our job to do that. No one's going to do it. But us, we're going to do it. Right? And so, I know it's late. If you, you aren't going to watch it tonight, but tomorrow you'll watch it. Watch it. Get inspired. Call them on the phone. Yep. Tell them you love them. Tell them thanks for making me be on time. Thanks, because I'm going to call them on tomorrow. I actually tell her, hey, <laughs> thanks. I'm always on time because of you. Seriously. So Thanks. I'm always stressed out because <laughs> we're always not. Fine. Grant is on time is 50 minutes early. Oh, man. Me, on time is anywhere five minutes right before time. or after. It's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. 7.59 is on time. Listen, when they say opposites <laughs> attract, here we are. It's true. It here is. Here we are. That's like literally opposite in, golly, I think everything. It makes it work, so, though. Anyway. Anyway. So. Hey, guys. Thanks for putting up with us and, and loving <laughs> us when we just jabber around. But anyway. Happy. Happy, Women's History Month yeah. to all you amazing females out there. But even more to special. Sure did. Just for, for you, just for y'all. He's a good one. <laughs> all right, y'all. Have a great night. And uh, we'll see you next time. Love you. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.